hi guys welcome back to pillow talk and today we're going to be talking about religion with sexuality this isn't this isn't a topic that a lot of people like to hear but i'm still going to talk about it because why not a lot of people need to hear it so i was scrolling through youtube and then i saw this documentary on lgbtq in nigeria i was so intrigued because i do not see a lot of publications about sexuality in nigeria because a lot of news stations do not like to air such things because it's against nigeria's law and all that nonsense i feel like a lot of people cover under the shade of religion just to be homophobic transphobic everything you can't disregard like if you're a christian you cannot disregard one part of the bible and then take the one that suits you a lot of people do that and it is really really so bad worry about your own self you fornicate every day every single time you commit adultery you steal but gay people are your problem in the bible they said you shouldn't judge even though you don't do any of those things you shall read the bible to know that you aren't supposed to judge and are supposed to love every other person the same way you want them to treat you everything like you can't just follow one path that suits you lgbtq they face legal and social challenges not experienced by non-lgbtq residents and the country nigeria doesn't even allow or even recognize lgbt rights because there's even there, there are even laws to it and even in north like this Sharia court thing, it's like person can be stoned to death, and that is why a lot of news stations do not talk about sexuality and LGBTQ because it is they can literally get into trouble for that. And the thing is that Nigerians feel the need to take law into their own hands because the government has already put it out there that it, it is banned. It's not something that it's good. So. Nigerians automatically feel that they have the right to start acting uh, savior justice. And it's, the thing is that they cannot be saved because there is already a law against it. And they can't go to police station and say, oh, because me, oh, I'm a lesbian, they now started uh, maltreating me. They can't do that because <laughs> they will get into trouble. And a lot of churches practice discrimination the way that some people worship their pastors like if you are going to church to worship your pastor your pastor this your pastor that i'm sorry you are not serving god anything your pastor says you carry that is weird it's somehow you have you've already been brainwashed if you have an open relationship with god you will know that there is like there's just like something that will tell you that this thing doesn't make sense. So you, you are just worshipping your pastor. Whatever your pastor says. A lot of homes, churches, schools, everything should be open to LGBTQ. Because there will always be people like that. No matter what. There will always be people like that. And they will go on with their lives. With or without you. I think it is important for the media houses to start telling stories and pushing representation on the different platforms that exist 
if you are conversant with social media you'd see that lgbtq nigeria they mostly publicize it with international organizations non-nigerian media houses because they do not want to hear stories like that nobody wants to hear the side that they are coming from and i was even reading this guy's story he grew up in a slum and then he was acting very feminine like and in that place classism they said that gayism is only for rich people it's a rich people thing so he now grew up and then he said he wanted to become a priest just so he can get like a level of understanding about everything and then he had nobody to talk to about it and he was he kept on getting kept on getting jumped every single time every single time nobody like no single person if a lot of people grew up in such places and when parents send their children out for things like that i don't even know what to say so the child that you carried in your belly for nine months, you send that child out. You don't even bother to. Okay, the child knows your religion is against it, but that's what person has already set their mind to it. And in southern Nigeria, the secular criminal laws of northern Nigeria, the maximum punishment for the same-sex sexual activity is fourteen years imprisonment. Like. And the thing is that most of these idiotic politicians that signed that bill, they are they are gay. They are also doing some very crazy things. So because they are different from you, they should be killed. How does that make sense? You justify their killing because they are different. And a lot of organizations can't come out in Nigeria. Because it's literally against the law. They cannot be funded. Nothing. Those people are left on their own. And even the same religious organizations that are supposed to be loving are the ones that are okay with them getting killed. Like, okay, you want to convert them. How would, you, how would they want to be converted when you hate them and you want them killed? Make it make sense. And during the NSAS protest, a lot of people might have seen Amara, the lesbian, where she carried her placard and said, Na gay, I gay, I no kill person. And people were saying, nobody is talking about gays in here, blah, blah, blah. She was not, she, it's all related because they also killed them unjustly. So it's not as if it was only NSAS protest, it was for youths. The fact that they've killed a lot of people for that thing and it, and a lot of people are still justifying the reasons. These people are killed, they are set on fire, burnt alive, not for terrorism or not for stealing. There's no even justification for burning someone alive. I don't even not for terrorism or worse, but for being gay, for being human in a desperately homophobic country. Like they always get that soul crushing experience, memory, no matter what, the dehumanizing ways they are forced to negotiate their lives and humanity every day. A lot of them were forced to leave their businesses, their everything, everything that they literally love to seek for a better life 
outside Nigeria. Imagine you left your motherland, some somewhere that's supposed to accept you. They're forcing you to change. I used to be homophobic. Earlier this year, I don't know. Social media is like, social media is really really powerful because some people use their handles for whatever whatever but people actually learn and i'm among the people that learned a lot of things just being there just constants and i feel when you make a mistake you can always get back up you can always change change is something that will continue to happen no matter what so in essence even though you don't agree with their mentality and all they are doing you don't have to try to discriminate and be forcing it on them and the way politicians say that it is on african are you mentally okay on african even though anti-gay laws were first introduced by western colonial powers all these things have always existed it is not any african western anything ah this is why care people have been erased or erased themselves from much of nigerian society being visible just brings a lot of risk but now a new generation of brave novelists like gen z gen z is saving the world like only us like we've done a lot gen z is saving the world taking over 2020 in essence it is unjust i do not feel people have to go through this just because they are different hey woke